Hello, 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 and welcome to Big Life Live. Big stands for beautiful, inspired, and gifted, which is a life that we all should aspire to live. My name is Jasmine, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Tequila. Say hey, Tequila. Hey, guys. Say hey, Laquita. Hello. And we are here to talk about the problem with preference. The difference between standards and preferences and how you may be missing out on the person that's the best for you because you're adhering and sticking so tough to these preferences and not really paying attention to your standards. So, you heard that deal. One, we have a special guest tonight. And so, Tequila, you can talk about who our special guest is. Our special guest tonight, guys, is my cousin, Zebulon Floyd. Um, I can't really say for where he's from. He's from a little bit of all over, being a military brat and military himself. But he's currently um, located in Savannah, Georgia. And I have him on my live feed uh, from my cellular, cellular device. And um, I just wanted to bring him on because he's a very intelligent young man. Um, always brings good ideas, good conversation, and good perspective. And he's very controversial. So, and we wanted to get a male perspective. And I thought, what better man than Zeppelin? Because he's my cousin. And he's all that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and he's controversial. Say hi, Zeb. They can't see you, but they can hear you. Say hello. How y'all doing? Okay. All right. So. The first thing is, you have to really understand the difference in a preference and a standard. A preference is, let's just say, I like dark-skinned men, or I like tall men, or I like uh, uh, stocky men. Those are my preferences. Those are the things that I enjoy, one thing more than the other. Those things do not add any particular value to what that person brings to their relationship. But my standards is, my standard is, or my standards are, they have to be gainfully employed, they have to be supportive, and they have to be someone who I can build with. And not just build financially, but just someone that I can build with as far as leaving a legacy. Those are the things that are important. Those are standards. And so I think that too many times we get our desire for tall, dark, and handsome mixed up with gainfully employed and having something, uh, some sort of stability and maturity. Um, so we're going to talk about a couple things tonight. The first thing is, where, what is the basis for our preferences? Like, what shaped your ba shaped your preferences? Did it come from TV? Did it come from society? Where did exactly did you get? Oh, well, he got to look like, a, or she got to look like such and such. For that to be your preference. Well, I I don't I don't know that preferences. I mean, you know, we we, we hear a lot about well, society does this and the media does that. Well, I don't. I for one, there's a lot out there, and there are things that are thrown at you via society, via the media, via the via the um uh, uh what do you call it reality TV, but. As far as me, I, to me, I think a preference is something that an individual prefers based on, it, it, let's be honest, it's surface, it's, it's probably superficial, it's probably what the eye likes to see. So to me, it's not based on anything that the media or society puts forth, but 
what I like physically. That's that's a preference to me. And and, and again, maybe the, I'm sure it can go a little deeper than that. But that's what I think about in terms of preference. So thinking back to like when you were a teenager, like who did you see that kind of made you say, "Oh, that's fine," or "Oh, or in your twenties, maybe you're in college or something." Like mm-hmm. who was the person that made you say, "Oh, that's what I like." <laughs> That would be more chestnut for me. Really? Really? Wait, what? What'd you say, Zaya? I know yours. What? Okay. What's my? You talking about mine? Lorenz Tate. Yes. Yeah. You got me. Lorenz Tate is yeah, he would he when I look at him, I'm like, that's my preference. So why is that your preference? Like where did Because it was it's just I love his and I guess you could say for a bit, you know, what the kids call it now is swag. You know, like he's very he's extremely attractive to me. However, I'm not out here bypassing your life on it. Or yeah, or basing my life on or looking for a Lorenz Tate in my mate, you know what I'm saying? But if I could handpick someone based on looks and they possessed all the other qualities or the standards that I look for in a man, if I could get a Lorenz Tate, yeah, I'll take that. But, you know. It's not yeah, a deal breaker. It's not, if it's not a deal breaker. And reality is, you know, it's not a lot of Lorenz Tate's walking around here right. or what have you. But I, so I will say, you mentioned that whole <laughs> you that whole thing that you, you know, uh, talked about like when you were a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a teenager, I, I do recall I was, I was dating someone or what have you and not an extremely attractive guy, whatever, but he's very sweet to me. Um, and I guess at that time didn't really have a lot of standards because if I had, we probably would have not dated other than the fact that he was nice. Um, but I did run across somebody. I was like, oh my God, who is that? You know, um, and we ended up dating. Because he was good looking. Yeah. So you left the nice guy for the good looking guy. Well, he was nice in the beginning. Mm. The good looking guy was nice in the beginning. Okay. Um, but we just were not. Come com- It was toxic. Um, Zevlin, you have anything you'd like to add to this whole preface? Uh, yeah, I-, I would probably say that, um, that you know, as, as a guy, everything is, is pretty much uh, uh, visual, right? So mm-hmm. I go off of what I see. And I, I prefer in my younger days, you know, I prefer like the women who play sports that were in shape or women who had, you know, nice, shapely bodies or as we call, uh, thick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and things of that nature. Um, that's what I liked back in the day because, I mean, that is what I saw firsthand. And I was like, wow, I like, I like what I see. So I'm going to go ahead and, and talk to her. But, um, like, you know, you guys did it also. When you talk to them, it's more when you when you get past the the, the, the shallow part. It's a lot more to that 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 you learn as you get older. That you know that that may not be what you really need. So you gotta really like change your or alter what you really want in a mate and stuff like that. I guess what in in listening to what you just said and was something that I just mentioned to them off camera. Your standards start to supersede your preference like what you look for in a person 
starts to be more important than what that person actually looks like. Yeah. I think sometimes those preferences are what catches you initially. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. So because we're physical. I that's mean, right. We Let's are be visual honest people. about it. Right. That's right. Well, that's not just me. You are definitely visual, but women are too. Let's right. be honest. I mean, because at the end of the day, I definitely have to be attracted to you. But I will say at the age I am, like guys that I would not have probably looked at in my younger year, mm-hmm. um, I'll look at them now and say I mean, not really look at them, but something about them will catch my eye. Sure. And if I get to know them on a deeper level, and I'm like, well, hey, mm-hmm. you know, he may not. He may not be, be 5'10", 220. He may not be right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and of course, everyone that knows me and all my friends tease me and say I like my man pocket size. <laughs> you know, the short guys. I don't have, you know, they, I don't have anything against the short guys. So, you know. Right. Um, I know for me, (laughs) fun story, and I hope that my ex-husband does not log on while I'm telling this story. Why are you friends with him? But go ahead. Okay. (laughs) When I met my ex-husband, I remember I was in a church in Canton, Mississippi, and I was standing in the pulpit, and he was in the choir stand, and when I saw him, like, he was the most beautiful, dark-skinned man with his curly hair and his beautiful smile I'd ever seen in my life. And so we met, and people that know me know that we met, and we married very quickly after we met. Um, and I remember always telling people what a beautiful smile he had. And one day, we got in an argument, and his tooth fell out, and he threw it out the window. So he only had nice teeth, like, in the front, because everything in the back was, like, gone, like, jacked up. He was perpetrating a fraud. And so then, I remember telling people, oh my God, he's dark skinned and he's got this beautiful curly hair. And one day I came home and he was sitting in the bathroom on the toilet, smoking a cigarette with a perm in his hair. So, it taught me a lot about preference and the shallow (laughs) stuff, because like, it ain't what you thought. It ain't really, you know. I like what I like as far as the physical, but physical kind of moved down further on the list because physical messed me up. Looking at how fine that man was to me, and none of it was legit. And that's and like he was fine. Like when we met, he was big and puffed up, big country guy. But it was because he was oiling up all the time. But when he was like regular. Oh my gosh. You talking about somebody looked like a can of busted biscuits, like he was that. Okay. So, uh, the old sorry. man and buffed up? Yeah, the okay. old man and looked shiny. What was he using? Some, I don't know if he was putting get, preparation age on him or what, but he was just. So you realize what you're <laughs> describing yeah, right. is, exactly is what, what you hear some men say oh, right. now say about, about women. Right. And you get, they get home and they take off the wig oh, and they take off the lashes and the spanks, and it's like, what is what I was gonna say, Quita. I mean, because when I could not wait for you to finish that story, but it's funny to hear from a woman's perspective. Yes, it right. is. But men experience this all the yep. time, and that's you know. And I wanted to, I asked a couple of men, you know, because I knew we were doing this podcast tonight, you know, if they had any preferences. And he was like, "Yes, she needs to be natural, no makeup. He doesn't want anybody with a wig hmm. or weave, hmm. and he wants to know what she looks like 
outside of all outside the makeup. All you know, you can wear the which makeup. Which is understandable. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, he doesn't have anything against makeup or anything like that, but just to but the face the beat, face face beat face to the guys beat yeah. with, and we're talking about two mile lashes and all right. this stuff Who and is you, that you know, under there? exactly right. he wants to be able to see a woman's natural beauty right I understand that. right that's understand that's understandable i mean you yeah. can't really be upset <laughs> with nobody uh, about that, but that was funny hearing it from a woman's perspective. Yeah, I learned. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, it was like the funniest thing, and I always laugh about because when I saw him, he was in the choir stand and he was singing, he was praising God, and here I am, this young pastor, mm-hmm. and here he is, short, dark, and handsome, just like with I like him, with this beautiful hair and this beautiful smile, I'm so and funny. he was fine. And when I tell you. I'm so glad. He I like the me all the way And I still <laughs> laugh about it now. And I still laugh about it with him and talk about him. Because I'm like, you know you was wrong for all this stuff you did. And he laugh about it. And you know, he uh, he he uh, has since, he's 40, hold on, I'm 37 now. So he's like 46 now. And so he actually got has gotten into health and has started working out. Now his teeth still... You know, he got them four, five in front. But the rest of them, I don't know what But, so he's gotten into hell, so he is actually fine now. But, I just want to know what kind of oil he was using to make you think I he don't was know, but he was like shined <laughs> up. And then he, and listen, it's oh, all from the country. Shiny. So he would be out there in that sleeveless t-shirt riding shiny on that horse. And he was shined up. And it just looked like the sun glistening off of him. It, just you, was, it was. It was all a facade. It was a facade. That's what looks to you. Don't get ashy, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Don't be ashy when you go out. Make sure you all up there. We don't want nobody around here talking about you look like some canned biscuits. Just saying. Just saying. So, um, so understanding the basis of our preferences so uh, this is my question. I won't be devil, devil's advocate. So I'm kind of glad we got Zeb on the phone call tonight. So why is it okay for a man, regardless of his physical features, his socioeconomic status, and his education, to have these staunch preferences, but women are just supposed to be okay with whatever they can get? I'm just going to put you close to the mic, Zeb. Did you hear? Yeah. So, um, I think, I personally think, it just depends on the man's level of maturity and how how realistic is he? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I don't know, like, I, I don't know if my, my cousin remembers this. I remember this. But back in the day, like, I mean, I was always an athlete. Always an athlete. I was always in great shape. I had a body, all this kind of stuff, right? right. And so, of course, you know, I didn't have 
Right. So I have, I had to realize that hey, I may the person that I may need in my life will yes. be when we kids because she's more focused. She understands that she got to live for more than just herself. She yes. got to you know live for her kids too, and she's more focused and in the mindset that I would need in the, the state that I'm in now. But a lot of guys, yeah, they do have that 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 um, perception of like this is what I want. I want this, 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 that. She have this, this, and that. But then again. He looks the total opposite of what he's asking for. Absolutely. Now, men do it, but women do it too. And I'll be baffled. I'm like, are you, are, you, are you serious right now? Are you really serious? I don't say anything, but in my mind, I'm like, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> I remember that conversation because I, I do. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess I guess my thing is is that. I had my son when I was young, so I'm 37. My baby gone, like he's off in college. It's just me at the house. Oh, she breaks. So, mm -hmm. if I were to date someone, I just don't know. This is preference speaking now. If I would want somebody to have little babies, and I'm just being honest, that's my preference. Would I not date somebody that had small children? No, I mean, I, we, we work it out, especially as long as he had a healthy co-parenting relationship with his child's mother. But my preference is you ain't got no kids at home and you ain't, you know, they gone, just like mine. Because you footloose and fancy. Because you need him to be footloose and fancy. Because if I decide, hey, buddy, let's go there, and you know, I'm not pastoring this year, um, if I want to go to Atlanta for the weekend, like, I don't want to hear no, uh, but I, I can't. Got, I got my yeah. kids. Well, <laughs> see, like, I want to go. Like, let's go. And I, I might challenge that as more than a preference. I don't know that it's a standard, but I think when it comes to kids, and I think if they have small children and you've not raised small children and have no desire to raise small children, if it's someone that you could possibly see a future with, I think I think that might be a little bit more than a preference because that child is then, guess what? Yours. Your child. My child. Right. <laughs> so, and like I said, yeah. I wouldn't say, oh, no, I won't date him. But right now, at this point, I just ain't looking for nobody. No boy. No baby. He'd have to be a Mars chestnut. Let me just tell you. So, if don't get hung up on No, that's not what I said. What I said was is my preference, but I would not discard someone just because they had a small child. My preference is someone who was in a situation like I'm in, but it's rare. I'm 37. I have a 19 year old. I don't know. There are some 37 year olds that are carrying parents, so you know. Well, yeah, that's true. But um, my that's my preference. But is that? But am I going to not entertain someone because they have a child? Of course not. I wouldn't do that. Okay. All right. I might do your that. Your cousin going to get. <laughs> hey, no. Wait. That was a very good question. It was. 
I might, I might not entertain someone because they have young children. Does that make me wrong? Mm, it doesn't make you wrong because I feel like this, and and I, and I'm gonna be honest. My experience has been this. When sometimes they can co-parent well, and they make it work. Co-parenting ain't no big deal. You know, you get them first, third weekend, whatever. Sometimes. But oh, sometimes there's that baby mama, especially if it's a yeah, small it's a baby. Yeah. That baby mama that really ain't over the fact that you done knocked me up and we ain't together. Now you're trying to make a life for somebody else. That's right. That's so I've nice had thing. the late the late, phone, late night phone calls. I've had the people riding by my house. I've had the folks calling to my job. I've had that because I've dated guys with younger children. If you've got a good relationship with your child's mother, I'm all about it. Absolutely. But my preference is that I don't really want to be in no drama, no situation where there's no well, drama. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be in a drama situation either, regardless of what it is, kids or, or, or whomever or whatever right. type of drama. I just don't want drama, period. Right. And so, I think yeah. that that's okay. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, all right, so... When it comes to, to Disney, now I know people always tell us about standards and preferences. Does there come a time or an age where we should reevaluate our preferences and our standards or they should become null and void? If you're 40 plus and your standards ain't, ain't nobody, well, I'm just saying, uh, you're 40 plus and, and, and nobody is meeting your standards or you're 40 plus and you still holding on to these preferences. Is there a point where you say, you know what, maybe I need to reevaluate. I'm going to chime in first. There will never be a point where my standards are null and void. However, my preference will change. My preferences right. have changed right. um, being a 43 year old single woman um my preferences have changed but my standards will never change never. if anything they've gotten stricter and should um at, you know at this age right. because you know i've done it this long on my own um and things that i may have not thought of or required as a standard in my 20s or 30s are a requirement now right and, and and at no point will they be null and void if i have to remain single for the rest of my life right. i will still i'll go to my grave with my standards right as and, a single woman and standards for me i mean the things that i needed as a 20 something year old <laughs> right undergrad graduate right were different than what i need as an almost 40 year old you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I've been doing this thing by myself for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, if I ask you about your credit, if I ask you about your retirement, if I ask you about your work history, if I ask you about your family history, if I ask you about your history of mental disease or heart conditions oh or things like that, and what's wrong with that? I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but you never think about it. I mean, like, I've not thought about you that. Gotta like, what's your family mental you history? Because they can lie. Look at me. Okay. Well, you, you know, people can lie. And yeah, that's why I feel lie. like you have to get to know. You have to, before you put a title or, or what have you or, you know, anything on a relationship, you have to get to know that person. And I know people are only going to show you so much yeah. so soon, but mm -hmm. that's why we need to slow it down. Take your time. Take yeah. your time. Get to know those people because trust me, those 
mental health issues, mm-hmm. those that they family drama and family all that stuff, it'll surface and it'll Absolutely. show themselves. Right. And so you'll know before you've invested so much time, mm-hmm. before you've invested your body, yep. before you've invested your heart, you know what I'm saying? Before you've invited this person into your world. Right. If you take your time as we should when you're dating court people and stop just laying up with people as soon as you meet them right all that stuff will show itself in due time right. so you'll know if you need to keep it moving right or I, I was uh i'm in another group on facebook and it's a singles group and in that group uh, a guy that i used to talk to years ago was on a date with a lady he had met in that singles group and i know this guy like i because i asked all those questions so when he popped up i was just thinking <laughs> no, run. <laughs> but she's happy to have that person, you know. Mm-mm. But I, I let me tell you something. I after my ex husband, God bless him. God bless him. He's not a bad guy. But we've been divorced for eleven years. He's been married three more times since then. So you have to ask people questions, and the older you get the more questions you need to have because you've got more to lose. When I'm fresh out of UAB and I just get my first job, I ain't got a whole lot to lose. Like I'm not established in my, in my, uh, my career. I don't have a lot going on, but when I've done all the stuff that I've done and you could Google me, you know, I'm not bring, I can't bring that in my space. I, I can't. I hear what you're saying about asking questions. You can, Ask them what you want to ask them. I'm gonna ask now, them. I'm gonna call all my friends that do background checks and get them there. Okay, but yeah, and I mean, will. and will. Okay, and do your background checks. Okay. okay, that's good. Everybody don't have the access to do background checks, but police. I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you questions. You I hear what you're saying, Everybody. but I'm gonna be stuck on, more on your actions than what you tell me. Agree. Uh, yeah. So you know. I only I don't feel like I have to ask what well, does your family have a history of mental health issues because it'll show itself you know <laughs> I, I, that's just me it'll it show might take a while mental health issues will will show itself definitely yeah well so to your question <laughs> at some point that you know throughout the years my mouth has got me in a lot of trouble it has yes it has look <laughs> <laughs> well, hold it down so he can know, see my face. Males too. Males too. For me, I've learned that I I'll ask this question now, and then I'll wait a little bit, get to know a little bit more. If I got a question about something else that I that I see or I observe, I'll ask another question. I'll still ask what I want to ask, but it's just a more prolonged period instead of me asking like yeah. boom, 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 right now. Right, right. And I'm not saying I ask all the questions the same day. But I am going during that time when we get to know each other. It's important for you to ask questions, and you know, actions yeah. speak louder than words. They're not yeah. always going to answer. Right. But you best believe if you have a problem with answering, I'm going to be like watching, like because actions speak louder than words. Sometimes you don't listen to what people say; you listen you, to what they do. You watch what they do. Yeah. So, like, but but that was my problem. My husband, like, nothing mattered. I didn't care. I didn't care that he lived with his grandma. I didn't care that he 
I couldn't find his transcript when he was trying to go to school. Come to find out he only had only went to school through like ninth grade. I didn't care that he didn't have no driver's like like all this stuff. Like I didn't I didn't ask no questions. But if I had took my time and asked some questions and did a little investigating, look beyond then it that curly hair. Look beyond that, that curly hair and that pretty body. smile and them oily arms, I probably would have been okay. <laughs> Queen, what were you gonna say? Sorry I was just no, I was just gonna say that <laughs> You know, Jasmine's question was, at some point or at some age, do standards change or are they null and void? And I don't I don't think, sorry, preferences, preferences. not standards. That was the yes, question, yes, preferences. And I don't think that they have to because I think when you're 40, in your 40s or 50s or whatever the case be, maybe you can have a preference because I don't, or at least for me, those preference preferences don't prevent me from pursuing something outside of that preference right i think it's just that so okay. i think it's okay i now again to keep to your point your standards should not be null and void they keep your standards up. exactly they should, they should go increasing. up but your preferences you know if i'm in my 40s and i in my 40s and i like what i like it is what it is it's right. not a you right. know it's yeah. not a deal breaker it's not a preference it's yeah. not a deal breaker and that's what me. that was one of the definitions that i found of preference it's a greater liking for one alternative Exactly. Yes. over the other yes but not i mean that being said you're not just totally you know eliminating, eliminating the other options right. exactly. or not you're looking not, at other options right. Right. i right. agree yeah right. do you agree with that Jebulon? i do i okay. agree with that okay well we are right at 30 minutes so what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break we're going to regroup and we will be back in five minutes don't go anywhere come right back big life live Welcome back. Welcome back to Big Life Live. Big stands for beautiful, inspired, and gifted. We are talking about the problem with preference. So we've talked about um, uh, is there an age limit or when your preferences or standards should change? Why is it okay for some people to have preferences and standards but not for others? So I really want to talk about these articles that we talk uh, that we um, that we read. You know. Preference is, you know, your liking of one thing over the other, but a standard is something that gives value or adds value to your life. Um, for instance, you know, I like my preference is chocolate ice cream, but does that mean that I would never have vanilla ice cream? No, it doesn't. It just means that I like chocolate ice cream. But I think this will be different when it comes to our standards. So, and when we think about our list of standards, are there any things that are on our current list of standards that we say, you know what, I really want this, this is a really good standard, but I don't have to have it. For instance, my uh, one of my standards is gainful employment. And I will say that over and over again because I work. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm going to always have two or three jobs, two or three streams of income coming on. So. I would like to have somebody that they may not work two or three jobs like I do, but they're working. They got something that they're bringing to the table. Would you marry somebody or would you be partners with somebody that may not work outside the home, but they may build furniture from home or something? I mean, they may work for themselves or be a up, have an upstart and be an entrepreneur. Like, is that a standard? Is that something that 
you have to have somebody that's uh, that's working a nine to five like you, or would you be okay with somebody that's hustling to make it? Um, I'm gonna need you to have some type of system set up where you have a 401k or some type of investment going on if you're an entrepreneur. Okay, if you're working from home, um, I want to retire. I want to travel. You understand? So I'm gonna need you to be on board with it. And you're going to need to pull your weight because, yeah, I'm not going to do it all by myself. I would prefer someone who is um, gainfully employed. Um, and I would prefer uh, not just gainfully employed, but has a side hustle. You understand? Because these people out here, they'll get rid of you in a heartbeat. So you need to have a backup plan. Right. You know, I, your hustle has to match my hustle. Right. Quick. Um, I think that kind of to Tequila's point, um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with a hustler because everyone is not built for a nine to five. True that, but you got to have some. I, I agree. I agree. And so, uh, gainfully employed is gainfully employed. And, Be and nine to five. Exactly. Or, or otherwise. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think you make a good point because I think what people sometimes miss in the hustle or the I work for myself and that's great there comes a time do you want to work for yourself for the rest of your life right are you are you making preparation for the day to come that you are retired and you want to travel or you want to not work you know um so I think I think that's a good point so I don't I don't think automatically someone that works for their works for themselves is a is a is a is an automatic no but i think it's, it's a consideration when you have those hard conversations well what's what we doing for retirement what, right. what, what kind of plans or preparations do you are you, are making? you making so right and i, I think, think that's realistic and i think too many of us don't think about that i agree we're about the dollar right, right now. now we're about the yeah. dollar right now and Oh, excuse me. Angelique mentioned she, generational wealth is the common goal. And right. I definitely agree with that. I want to leave something for my children's <clears throat> children yes. to, to eat off of. You know That's what I'm right. saying? So I need, again, your hustle to match my hustle. Absolutely. Right. Because, you know, you have children. I have children. They're going to have children one day. Right. Yeah. And I don't want our struggles to have to be their struggles. What about you, Zeb? You haven't taken um, it. I, I do. Well, I will say this. I, I do think that um, I res, I can respect any female, even though she's not game. She might not be gainfully employed, but she has a hustle. I can respect that because at least I know she's gonna go out and get it. You know what I'm saying? So I can I can respect that fully. Mm-hmm. But um, I do agree with you guys about the or what Angelique was saying about the generational wealth because, like I said, I'm. I'm strong in um, investments and things of that nature, and I, I would like for my my mate to at least be somewhat, oh, somewhat like-minded and things of that nature. But um, but I, I am a, I am a future thinker. I like thinking in the future. So as far as the 401ks and 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 things of that nature, I, I'm fully on board with that also, though. Yeah, uh, um, EJ, I'm sorry, you're confusing me here. <laughs> I was trying to reply to your comment, but I don't know what you're asking me. Who mentioned what? EJ? Good. She asked who okay. was talking or something. Oh, okay. And that was Laquita talking earlier. I kind of put her on camera. All right. 
What you got, Chase? All right. So the article that we read um, was about preferences versus standards. So there was a story. And so the lady um, was calling to tell her friend about a guy who she thought would be amazing for her and said that he has a heart of gold, he's well-traveled, he's successful at his work, is the kind of man you can grow with, he loves Jesus, he loves his mama, and he would match her vibe while they both continue to vibrate together. And the first question she asked was, is he fine? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. So she said, I, I tell her yes, but he's not typically what she goes for while she's still side-eyeing her. Because here's the thing. At what point do you stop asking, is he fine? Because let me tell you something. You know what look good? A man getting up in the morning, going yes, to work. Yes, there's nothing more attractive. That's, that's, that's very attractive. A man, well, at my age, I'm going to say, um, a man who takes care of his family. Yes. Who works hard, who respects his mother, who respects his women, who respects right. the mother of his children. Right. You know, those are the things that are invaluable to me. You understand? Right. Mm -hmm. Um... Who cares? He might have a little good. You right, know, who right. cares? He might look good. I mean, you know, <laughs> he might have a little cock eye or something. I don't know. You know, or some, some dentures that might go flying out when we, <laughs> you know, when, when we in the car driving or something like that. Uh, the hoes sitting on the toilet smoking with some permit hair. Not, nah. That's not going to fly with me. But, you know, the whole is he fine? That's not going to be my right. first question. Um, right. So while liking something might initially catch our attention, our preferences don't actually improve anything's quality. Right. A quality is something that can't be changed by things like physical appearance, social status, and network. No, no amount of money can fix his heart. Yes. He may be tall, but does it share your need for spiritual fulfillment? Yes. He's fine, is all outside, but won't pick up a book to save his life. Those are things that are important. But, and does he love the Lord? But does he love you and does he love the Lord? <laughs> yeah. And you know, that was one me. of the things yeah. that I tell people. Mm -hmm. If you know how to love the Lord, yes. that sets a foundation. Mm -hmm. Then you'll know how to love me. Because just like the Lord loved me with my temperamental self, you're going to have to learn how to do the thing. Absolutely. Thing, I'm a little temperamental. And, and I, I'm going to need someone who is spiritually in tune. Um, I don't want no church man. I want someone right. who is spiritually in tune, and I had to. And I'm usually and there's a difference, and I don't there, think people understand. Yeah, people a don't really understand the difference, and I'm gonna say this a little off topic, but I had to set a lady straight today. She was like, "Well, Tequila, you know, did you go to church today?" No, ma'am. I missed church this morning. Ooh, that's too many Sundays. You done missed too many Sundays, and I was like, "Really?" She was like, yeah. You know, I was like, well, when I can't make it to the building, I'm watching. The church is you anyway. Well, exactly. I said, I watch the sermons when I can. If I cannot make it into the building. I said, but I'm pretty sure that God is more concerned with how I'm living my life and how I'm treating people than whether I'm up in the doors of church. And I said, more people in there are living file. In there every Sunday, every time the doors are open. Right. I don't 
don't care about them or they or what they're gonna say about me for not being in there every time the door is open because when you see me what you will see the god in me because i carry myself accordingly right so why is she worried about how many sundays you miss me you know and we ain't even gonna go one of them old school There's a she's a church folk she's one of them church women and and when i say that uh, not to be putting people biz out in the street, but you just told me last week that you didn't call your daughter the B word and the, all kind of hoes and this and that and what she doing for money. But you worry about me being in the church every Sunday? Does your daughter come to church? I don't even know. <laughs> That's Probably funny. not. But Would you, you like know. for me to come? Would you like for me to talk to her? She, she her life. No, because I her when her I when I said what I said because she tried to throw the scripture out there mm-hmm. and everything, and I said I'm sure he's more concerned. With how I'm living my life and how mm-hmm. I treat people versus me making sure I'm in there every day. The conversation totally changed. Right. Don't come to me with scripture. When you know, you I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. I do too. I hate that. We're we, we going to get back to our preferences. Back to our standards. topic. Yes, that will be a topic. That will be a topic for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, we, we definitely got to have that other topic. Tell because you. I tell you, these church folks, these church <laughs> folks there, these church Oh. <laughs> All right. So one one of the other points that uh, this article that we read talked about is patterns delay progress. Now, the author was not saying I'm telling you to go out and find someone broke, short, and unattractive. As a matter of fact, attraction matters a lot. I don't believe that you're meant to be with someone your entire life who you don't enjoy looking at or interacting with. There have been times that I wanted that she wanted so badly to like someone because of how good they were, but just couldn't bring herself to do it. But the hard question is this. If being with people who consistently meet your preferences but not your standards was working, wouldn't you be in a healthy and fulfilling relationship by now? Of course. If you every tall, dark, and handsome uh, every you know whatever your purpose, every Lorenz uh, take, uh, every I don't even know Morris what my Chester. purpose is. Oh, okay. More just enough for you. <laughs> I don't even know what my purpose is. We're gonna talk about that later. Well, well I'm gonna say that sometimes um. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I have to throw my thought out there before I forget it. But sometimes, like just how good and genuine a person is, makes me attracted to that right. person. Absolutely. I may not look at them. Initially, like, oh, he's handsome or he's cute, but for whatever reason, we interact and we converse, and mm-hmm. I get to know them on a, a deeper or better level. Mm-hmm. I think that it makes me more, you know, it, it it deepens my attraction to them, and I think we got to get kind of, you know, past this whole physical because when I'm attracted to you on a deeper level because of who you are, that makes it that much more meaningful, much more powerful, and much more, you know. Because they may be fine now at 40, but at 80, probably not going to look the same. It's probably going to be, things are probably going to look a little different. Yeah, and you, you still have need to, to connect on a different level. And that's what I, and I'll tell people in a minute, like I need to connect connect with you Mm -hmm. Uh, my cousin Aubrey just said she said I agree respect goes a long way physical appearance does matter when it comes to sexual interaction maybe I don't understand still in my 20s I want all of the above stability and happiness and I feel like you can have that like people please realize that if someone is respecting you you know the love is genuine 
you know you can trust this person and you know like I want this you know whoever I'm with to be my best friend and you know if you have all that going on you know the physical to me falls on the back burner right the it physical falls, falls on the back burner. But if you but if you have those things, that person you'll find beautiful things about that. Person. Exactly, you'll find beautiful things, and you would think mm-hmm. that person is the best. And he'll be the most looking person you've ever seen in your life, right. just based on how he treats you. Right, you understand? And and there and the, you know and that attraction is more than just the physical. The physical. Yeah. Right. So I think the problem comes in maybe if initially. Before we know anything else, we know what this person is to us in our eye. Mm-hmm. You know, what in we see. Yeah, what what see. we see. So how do you get from that? You got to look past that to see if there is a connection. Right. If right. they're a good person. Right. And, and attractiveness, I agree with what you said, Is it is more than physical. But you got to get past what you see what initially. You see. Right. So how many of us... Are just too- this is shallow. Yeah, too shallow. Yeah, yeah. So um, how many of us have missed out on greatness? Partners. You know, right. because you're like, well, I'm not gonna say I have. <laughs> <laughs> you so may I'm have. not gonna admit it. If I, if I have, yeah, I'm me either. I'm, I'm like, so, I'm not gonna. Sure admit not. It. But you know, one thing she said in this article said she said I thought I'd marry this tall, this uh, very tall, very chocolate man because I've always had an incredible appreciation for chocolate men that's always been unrequited. Instead, I got my not-so-tall black and Filipino partner who loves to read books, who loves to travel, who loves his mom, who has never had a problem working to understand why I'm frustrated by his actions and ensuring he doesn't repeat them, who writes more beautifully than I do and who sends chills down my spine. But I had to move my preferences out of the way Mm -hmm. so that I could be open to that kind of love. Mm -hmm. You will miss out Mm -hmm. on... What is meant for you? Because you're so hung up on, on what tape. you think it looked like. <laughs> on what it's supposed to look like. But y'all, it's so much deeper than that. Though. It is. Absolutely. We miss out on... Okay, this is Reverend Abby coming. I knew she was coming. Preach. She had me I knew she was coming a couple of weeks, y'all. We she miss said. out on the blessings of God when they don't look like what we think they supposed to look you're like. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. When that thing ain't packaged up like you think it's supposed to look mm-hmm. like. And I'm not talking about just people. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about jobs. I'm talking about churches. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about opportunities. Right. When we have preferences of, oh, I got to do this and I got to have that, and it don't look like what we think it's supposed to, mm-hmm. we will miss out on the greatest blessing that we have in our life because it doesn't look like what we think it ought to look like. We need to close our eyes and not look through the carnal and look through the spiritual to yes. see what it is that God has for us. Yes. I hear exactly what you're saying, but on the flip side of that, we will put ourselves in some tumultuous situations by sticking to those preferences. Right. You understand, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? He can be a, a, a six-figure earner. You understand? He'll spend the money on you. But looks he'll black good. your eye, too. He looks good, but he will black your eye. He'll, as soon as you turn your back, a blink too long, he with your best friend. You understand? So we, you know, it's both sides of that table when you're, when you're talking about a situation like that. You will miss out on your blessing, but at the same time, if you're holding strong or steadfast to those same preferences, but that's you can put yourself in a situation that you know you should not be in. Right. That's toxic for you. When you hold on to your preferences and you say, Lord, I want it like this, 
instead of how you're giving it to me, you put yourself in those toxic situations and yeah. you don't get what he asked for you. You do, you do. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I was thinking, but Zeb, do you want to chime in right here on anything? Well, what I will say, uh, pertaining to the question you asked oh my earlier sake, about, you know, <laughs> what age would be appropriate, I guess, for you to change your preferences, I personally think it's just more of life experiences. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Talk to those people and things of that nature. Right. Um, can help change your preferences. And, and, you know, as you get older, you can say, well, how can this person uh, add value to my life? You right, so right. For me, and I honestly, when I, when I was stationed in San Antonio, I went to a counselor because I said, you know what? I'm still, I'm, I know I'm a good guy. Right. I know I'm a good guy. I'm a little aggressive every once in a while, but I'm a good dude. You're a little so weird. I went to a counselor. You a little what, Zay? You a little what? I'm sorry. I'm a little verbally aggressive. At oh, aggressive. Right? I'm a little aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Stuff yeah. like that. So you a little florinish. I'm sorry. You a little florinish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I put my foot in my mouth, and you know, not purposely, but when I'm talking to the counselor, I'm like, look, is it is it me? You know, or is it the people that I'm going after? And so he he asked. He said, you know, but she asked me. She said, but what what are you? What do you want in a person? What are you looking for? And I would tell her, you know, this is it. And then she'd be like, well, with all that you've asked, well, I want you to think back. And how did, how did all those um, relationships or interests end? Did they always end quick? Were they always good? Were they always bad? I said, well, I mean, they, you know, they weren't the greatest. She said, well, that's when you need to change what you want to what you what you need. I can sit down and think about what you need. How can a per how can that person, if you want to talk to them, how are they gonna add value into my life? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh snap. So once I did that, uh a lot of a lot of things changed. The purposes that I did have, like they were out the door. And the things that I said I, I look for, you know, um or standards, that those took over more than my preferences. So yeah. Right. Yeah, your standards supersede the preference when you get and and really honestly I, I feel like when you're for real about this thing when you're for real about um building having a a long-term relationship healthy successful successful relationship i feel like your preferences again you know if not take the back burner, they're mm-hmm. out the door. Mm-hmm. And, and your standards are really what you should base your any um, site for mate on, yep. or your or your standards. Yep. What you got? All right. Let's see. I think we have one more thing to talk about, and then we will be done. Tonight. And then next week We're going to talk about church folk Ooh, Yes bring it on Not next week Preacher. Week after next oh, Week okay. after next Not next week Because I'll be in Chicago next week Okay But week after next we talking about church folk Ugh. Church folk make things hard I'm telling you And I was so shocked at myself Because usually I just let people say what they want to say mm-hmm. And I don't respond Or I just take it and and in the conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm, 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 yeah, stand up for yourself. yeah. I get it That's because good. you're not gonna sit up here and tell me that 
I'm going. And that's what I told her. I said, so you think I'm going to hell because I'm not in church every Sunday? She's like, no, you ain't going to hell. I said, exactly. He's with me everywhere I go. (laughs) Trust me, God is with me everywhere I go. (laughs) All right. So my question is this, as we get ready to wrap this up about preference. Is there ever a time when you meet someone, they meet every one of your standards, and they meet your preferences, and it still does not work? Mm. Uh. He, he <laughs> loves his mama. He loves the Lord. He's gainfully employed. He's t- he's Morris Chestnut. He's Lorenz Tate. He's I, all of this stuff. I've never met that person. So you I've never did. met somebody where it just where on paper they were a perfect match, and it still didn't work. Mm. You ain't never met that person. I would be calling people out if I said it. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> you have to call the names. I'm just saying, I just no, want to talk about I'm this. I'm sure they're probably watching the podcast and they're going to know. Oh. And I can't say they're perfect on paper. Because, sure, because uh, they, they, can be, they can be perfect on paper, but mm-hmm. not perfect for you. But right. not ah, right for you. Good. Right. Yes. Just because they, they meet all check marks. And so, you know, there's that. Right. It's just, it's just not. For, you know, right. they're not for you. So they, 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 they for me, you know, they got the education, they got the good job, mm-hmm. they got the house, they got mm-hmm. the vehicles, they got mm-hmm. the stability, mm-hmm. they co-parenting their kids, mm. they love the Lord, they love they the Lord, Lord. they church. strong in they their love faith. their mama, they strong in their faith, and we just I, and, mm. and 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 I'm physically, sorry, I, have. I still don't know what my preference is. I am thirty-seven years old, and I cannot tell you what my preference is. But that's you know what? Even with all that. I, I, I did have a guy that met all the standards, mm-hmm. even met the physical preferences mm-hmm. to the T. Mm-hmm. But we just, I, I just, it's just some balance. They just and I and I have to trust mm-hmm. that it just discernment. Yeah, exactly. I have to trust and it I did and kept it moving because <laughs> sometimes they look good on paper. Y'all a good match on paper because I mean mm-hmm. you think about it. You know, I meet somebody and they perfect on paper. Everything looks like it'll work out. But when we together, it's just like two magnets. You know how sometimes mm-hmm. you put the magnets together. Was the the the, the ends of the magnets? So sometimes they they'll, they'll, they'll mix. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes them things be. Well, see, like and this. even with that, we got along really well. Like he he would have probably made a great mate. Just wasn't for me. Yeah. Because hmm. I mean, honestly, you know, I can only speak from Jasmine's experiences. Um, there's a young man. <clears throat> Back at, in Mississippi, got a master's degree. He's an administrator. He did thing. No, uh, <laughs> tall, dark, and handsome. When I tell you on paper, me and me being an educator, him being an educator, him being in ministry, me being in ministry, he fine. I think I'm pretty doggone hot myself. We would have been good together, but when I tell you, there was just nothing. Like there was. Even on in telephone conversations, it was kind of mm. like, um, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. Watch like your picture. It, it wow. just, it, it, was, it never worked. So at that point, mm. it made me go back and think about whether my standards and my preferences needed to be readdressed. 
My standards, I think, are high. Mm-hmm. I think my standards are, are fine. My preferences, I don't know because, like I said, I, I can't tell you what my preference is because I've dated tall and slim. I've dated short and fat. I've dated light skin, dark skin, white, and everything in between. I so think I it's can't a bad tell thing. you what my preference. I just like maybe you, you like what you like. I like what I like, and if I meet somebody, you don't have no type. I ain't got no type. When I meet somebody, <laughs> they no could type. if they could be they yes. could be any color. They could, you know, if, if we vibe, yeah. we vibe. That's if you right. dark skin, light skin, tall, yeah. short, a vibe fat, is whatever. a vibe. A vibe I is a vibe. Absolutely. Uh, in the words of Cardi B, I'm a whole vibe myself. <laughs> so if we mesh, like it don't matter. Like the physical ain't really matter because you got that. Because I think about yeah. it like this. I've been 120 pounds, I've been 320 pounds. So I've been everything in between. The people that I liked when I was 120, and the people that I liked when I was 320, depending on where I was and where how I was feeling, it kind of was reflected in the people that I dated. And now, as I've grown older, I just like people that I like. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like it was back then. Um, I just... I don't really have a type. Long, you know, is he a man and he ain't cockeyed his teeth ain't crooked. I'm good. Oh my goodness. I'm just saying. Okay. That was she talking about cockeyed. She said something about some cockeyed. Let me tell you something. I'm kind of cockeyed. Do y'all see this eye right here just really don't kind of straighten out? Because I had eye well, surgery. Well, no one signs that with you know cockeyed. One of his eyes. If you like, cockeyed and I'm cockeyed, we cannot I'm look each other in the eye. So I don't know when you're lying. So we not, I'm not finna do that. Zeb, you got something you want to chime in? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the person that checks all the lists. I, I didn't have that experience. So that's why I didn't chime in on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Jazz, my yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you, this person that has everything, all of your standards, all of your preferences, he got baby mama drama. What you do? You don't have any kids. No, um, this is hypothetical. Oh, if he got baby mama drama, baby, he got all the. He meets all her standards. He meets all of her preferences, looks, bank account, education. He looks good on paper. And you guys are vibing. But he has baby mama drama. Not just a small child, but baby mama drama. What would you do? I would endeavor to help him resolve that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> cut off. I, I might endeavor... But that ain't my business. That's for him to work out. Like he need to work that out. That's you, true. You need to figure out, figure out a meeting place. Y'all got to meet at the police station. Whatever y'all need to do, y'all work that out. Well, the, I, know, I just don't even like drama, getting involved in you know? that. Yeah, no, I agree. Because that's a lot. Because all of that, the drama, <laughs> if it bleeds over into what you have, and it will, then that ooh, takes ooh. away from. That takes away from all those check marks that he meets, yes. you know. Okay. It does. That's but, but then that again, sense. it's a challenge. It could be, so let's say in relationships, you're going to face challenges. Could that not be one of them that as a couple you work through? Right. Because we hadn't talked about that, but he can meet every check mark and, and standard. And there could still be a challenge such as baby mama drama. I'd rather his challenge be that he be 
paradigm ways down in a wheelchair. No, well, I would. I don't. I don't want that kind of challenge. I'm just saying. Bring on the crazy mama job. I mean, I mean, yeah. At work, when they when we have crazies, they always send them to me. I just, I just know how to in there with that baby mama drama. And it's hard. Because I'm telling you, I know what it what it's like when you. But are you willing to work through it for someone who is meets all okay somebody that's done you like you done with her she ain't you ain't being yeah. nice to her so she don't put you on child support you ain't slipping over there right. and messing around oh, with yeah. her sure giving her thoughts that y'all might be back together right none of just that she's just crazy you know as long as it's she none of that and she just literally crazy like i would probably help to the point to where we take this girl to court and we'll get custody of these kids and you won't even have to worry about it if it was that but you know, like I know that in some cases when women act like that, they act like that because they got a reason. Sure. Like they sometimes. They got something. Sometimes. But I, but I, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. But yeah, sometimes. I agree. Sometimes. Yeah. Right. But, sometimes. but if he's done, like done, yeah. done, then I, I'm kind of like, and that could like, just be the problem. He done, done. Because, yeah. And she mad <laughs> about she, that. Yeah. Because you you're know, absolutely right. Another mm-hmm. topic we're going to talk about soon is that you got a man that's got five kids. He either got five kids by five women, or he got five kids by one woman. Which one would you rather? If you got five kids by one woman, she gonna be mad because you done knocked me up five times, and I wasn't good enough for you to stay with. Then if you got five by five different, why was none of us good enough, but this one is? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk well, about that later. That's a good topic because um, I, I mean, my friend has four kids and they're mm-hmm. all with his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. She go. I don't have a problem with that. That's that's the thing women go. That's the thing women and and a lot of them be, be angry. And I just don't know. That's a lot of drama yeah. to try to put up with now. And so your check boxes. Because the other thing is your gainful employment. If you got. Crazy baby mama, and she gonna put you on child support. You gonna be broke. Your your game for employment <laughs> gonna be reduced. So yes. I don't know. I don't know. There's something to talk about. There's something else to think about. All right, we have reached time for tonight. Thank you all for joining us. This has been a really good topic. Uh, make sure that you tune in not next Sunday, but the next Sunday as we come back and we do it again. So y'all have a good ne- good evening. Thanks for joining us, and don't forget. Live big. Tell Zebulon thanks, Zeb. Thanks, Zeb, for stopping by. All right. We'll get you on next Thank time. Thank you. All good right. night, folks. Good night, y'all. Good night, cuz. Love good you. Good night. All right. Bye. Live big. <laughs>